0: Welcome back to the First and Ten Podcast. We are here at preview time yet again. I am your host Ross and with me as ever is Dave. Are you alright? Yeah, good mate. You sound
1: a bit summer cold-y. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bit of a cold. Ridiculous really, but yeah, a bit of I a know. cold. But I'll survive, I'll get through it anyway. A cold in 30
0: degree weathers. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> been, been lovely. Yeah. It's really enjoyable time.
0: <laughs> so as I say, these are preview pods. There's going to be no news this week. We're going to bang these out. Uh, so this week it is. We're starting with the AFC North, following on from our uh, the, the previous thing we've done. <coughs> AFC North is going to be a fun division this year, I think. I did a uh, playoff predictor yesterday, and strangely, I had the Bengals winning this division. I'm not sure how I managed that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, we'll get into we'll get into them and all the other teams in there. Let's start with. Uh, There's something a bit more Ravens though. Um, Fairly busy uh, off-season. they bought brought in Earl Thomas. They've brought in Mark Ingram as well, kind of the two big names in offence and defence. And they've got... A, well, is, is Lamar Jackson kind of... Is, is he the guy you trust, Dave, going forward this season? Is he going to be able to mm-hmm. throw the ball
1: better than last year? I think that's sort of... A lot of what their season's going to ball down. So I think the defence is going to be good again. I think they're going to have a good run game. But yeah, if they can't get him throwing the ball then teams will just work our way to shut him down so quickly. Yeah. And, uh, but the thing is, like, at college, he did throw the ball a lot more than they sort of let him last year. So right. it wouldn't surprise me if they do sort of, um, see it get a bit more. And it's not like he's got to become like Peyton Manning. You know what I mean? you Tom Brady. He's not, <laughs> not going to be that quarterback, but it just needs to be an actual threat. It's sort of similar to probably what we said with Josh Allen, like, if they haven't at least got the threat of throwing, then sort of yes. the run game becomes easy to stop. Yeah. And also, the, the passing game should be a lot easier to work, because <laughs> mm. teams are going to be shutting down the run. That passing game should be quite open. But um, yeah, I think that's what a lot of it will boil down to for them, just if they get um, Jackson going in the passing game. It's yeah. yeah. What well, have they got
0: out? What? <laughs> I mean, the receiving core is... It's not... I mean, Willie Snead's probably their best receiver, and...
1: You got um, the two rookies they drafted, haven't you? Yeah, um, Marcus Brown and yeah, uh, Miles Boy, yeah. yeah, so I mean that's yeah, but they're two just fast receivers, which mm. I always think sort of suits this sort of offense. You know, like that Cam Newton offense, had Ted Ginn as yeah. like the thousand yard receiver. Like, there's no no real reason they can't be that. Like, and, I mean that wins games. I think. I think that can mm. be enough. They've got Seth Roberts, who always seems to pop up on red zone every kind of
0: four weeks with a monster touchdown. (laughs) Well, he was for the Raiders, at least, anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's sort of like, I don't know, a frightening uh, receiving group. Obviously, you've got the tight ends they've drafted over the last few years, haven't you? Yes, Mark Andrews and
0: Hayden Hurst, kind of almost back-to-back picks last year uh, in the
1: mid-range. There's definitely stuff there, and I don't think... I don't think they seem like the Ravens, sort of what they look like they're going to be going forward, should be investing tons and tons in the passing game. Because, no. I mean, that's not really going to be how they're winning games. But they just need to be more than it was last year, really. Yeah, I think what they have done running back-wise, bringing in
0: Mark Ingram's a really good move. Mixing him in with, <clears throat> what, Kyrgoth Dixon, Gus Edwards. They're not going to have to rely on someone like Alex Collins going forward. They've got stability in Mark
1: Ingram, at least. and Those other guys yeah. are
0: pretty valuable players as well. Yeah,
1: and this will, this will sort of be Ingram's first real-time as a sort of only back, would not it? Or sort of the main yeah. back. Well, assuming they do sort of go that way. But, yeah, it's um yeah, they're definitely an interesting team. And one, it, I mean, I don't think it'd be a surprise either way on them if they sort of flamed out a bit and ended up, you know, like five wins. Then mm. I don't think anyone would be that stunned. But at the same time, if they end up winning like 12, 13 games, I don't think it'd be a huge shock. Because there's a lot there to like, but... yeah. Yeah, there's also a lot that can go wrong with that. I think. <laughs> yeah, it kind of all rests on Lamar, doesn't it? If he takes yeah. a leap forward this year. Yeah, and I think he sort of yeah he has to for them to be any sort of real contender. But I mean, at this stage, you wouldn't you would definitely put them if you're making a list of contenders. they would definitely be one of the teams on there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, defensively, adding El
0: Thomas to a backfield's already got uh, Tony Jefferson and Marlon Humphrey and Brandon Carr, still a serviceable player, and Jimmy Smith as well and Tavon Young. They've got a very very good secondary.
1: Yeah, I think once again they're going to be one of the better defenses in the league. Like they sort of always are, really, aren't they? they it's very rare that they're not sort of up there among the sort of top five defenses. Is it really? And yeah, I don't, I don't really see any reason they're not going to be again. No, they should have a very very solid defense. Last
0: season they finished. Uh, what did they finish? Why can't I find their record from last year? Must have been what eleven and five They were right in there,
1: weren't they? <laughs> this is preparation. <sighs> Well, they won, they won the division, didn't they? Uh, this is really bad. 10-6. Like they lost yeah. the Chargers in the wildcard <laughs> round. So, the Chargers basically just played a defence and just completely shut down the run, didn't they? And the yes. Ravens couldn't really do anything against it. Because they beat the Chargers two weeks previous mm-hmm. to that, didn't they? Yeah. Quite
0: convincingly, yeah. So, yeah, they finished 10-6 and six and that was enough to win in the North. It was a bit of a weird division last year with the... Yeah, the Browns coming on and the Steelers kind of not being the Steelers and the Bengals
1: being the Bengals. Um, yeah, the Steelers sort of imploded, didn't they? And, yeah. yeah can, they, uh, can they improve on ten and six? Um, I, I say they can. This year. Yeah, they can. But as I say, it all comes down to just what Lamar Jackson can do and how much he improves. Really, I think I don't. I, when sort of been looking at the looking ahead sort of thing, I found the Ravens a really hard one to predict because. I don't know. I think you can make an argument for both sides, which I don't know makes it quite hard. And I would say that because I sort of quite like the other teams of division, yeah. or sort of think they're all going to be able to beat each other. I think I think sort of nine and seven, anything around there, mm-hmm. anything more than that, I think is a good season. But uh, yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, I'm going to
0: pump for a slight regression. I think nine and seven. I think seems about right because this is, like you say, it's a really tough division. This one,
1: yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really tough one to call. And I think probably the toughest team in it to call, weirdly, is uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I just don't know, but yeah, I would say something around eight and eight, nine and seven would be if, sort of if you said like that feels about right to me, really. But mm. again, I think they've got quite a big, uh, like quite a high floor, uh, low floor, sorry, high ceiling. Yeah. So that, that, yeah, they're one of a tough team to call this year. Yeah, that <coughs> sounds about right to me. Uh, There's a lot look, of unknown, isn't there?
0: Yeah, definitely. It's, they're really, it's The whole division is really mad. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals. Um, still got Andy Dalton. Still got AJ Green. Tyler Boyd's just been paid pretty decent money for what is... Uh, oh, he's, he's probably a 1B, isn't he? He's a very good receiver, but yeah. whilst Green's there, he's uh, he's always going to be the, the second in command. Now. They've got Joe Mixon, who, for me, is an elite running back. And then Tyler Arthur. If he can stay fit, that offence
1: is stacked. Yeah, and I mean, moving away from uh, Marv there, I think they are another one—a <laughs> exactly, bit of a wild card yeah. this offense. Because I mean, who knows what they could be if Taylor, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> is that Taylor's—is um, this sort of offensive genius sort of thing that they sort of hoping he might be? Yeah. Then who knows? They could they could be one of the better offensive league. There's a lot to like about them. And it's just—it's yeah, I mean... Dalton, Do you trust Andy Dolan? I think we've seen with Dalton before. If the team around him is good enough, he is good enough to get in the ball and do enough. Do you know what I mean, he was yeah. he was a MVP candidate at one stage not that long ago. Maybe not a, a sort of real serious one, but he was definitely in the conversation. Yeah. And I don't really see any reason. Like I'm not some huge Andy Dalton fan, but I do think sometimes he gets a bit underrated. Like, if if the team around him is good enough, I think he's a quarterback that can do fine. I think he's yeah. He's, he's basically Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins. Sort of has that reputation of a quarterback that can actually win you a Super Bowl. But I don't mm-hmm. think Dalton's a lot different to Cousins, really. I think both of them sort of play to what's around them. And same as sort of someone like Dak. All these players. Like, yeah. I th- yeah, I think Dalton can get, like, he's good enough to get them the ball. And, yeah, I think if they've got a good offense, I think Dalton will be fine. I think the problem they have got is their line.
0: And the two guys, yeah. well, the the early pick got injured straight away. And- yeah. Another solid uh, lineman got injured as well, so they're they're struggling massively with keeping Dalton from uh, getting just destroyed every game.
1: Yeah, that that's going to be the big issue. But I mean, teams can steam around them things. see like, the Patriots, they don't necessarily have the most talented line, but if you can get the coaching, coach them up a bit, and I mean, there is stuff you can do with it. But so I'm not going to predict that it's going to be some superb thing for the <laughs> Bengals, but. Yeah, I don't. I'm quite intrigued by the Bengals year, this year. I think they might surprise a few people. Yeah, they went six and ten last year. There's definite improvement there. I think, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. In my head, I feel like they can improve on that. But I mean, a first season with a new coach, or that. I think if they went six and ten, but there was like good signs there, mm. I don't think that's a bad season for the Bengals. I think. No. I mean, they've got to be looking to build towards maybe like next year. <sighs> Oh, yeah, because I don't think they're going to be winning a Super Bowl this year. So I think sort of yeah. building something is important. They've got, I'd say, got Boyd, Mixon, Green there. He's he's still got like two or three years at the top. I'd say in him.
0: Yeah, he's 31, but, a- but he's still he's a yeah. very, if he's not injured. He's a very solid player. We've completely forgotten about John Ross. It seems like the entire Bengals yeah. organization has for three years at this point.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. And, but again, a, a new coaching staff. You just don't know. It might. Someone like Ross is somebody that you could see really step up, and all of a sudden mm. he's sort of quite a big part of their offense. Maybe you just don't know, and yeah, I think it's a very interesting one, the Bengals, and also they've got some good players on defense as well. There's there's a lot to like about this roster. There's obviously some holes there, but they just needed a change in yeah. the voice telling what to do, didn't it? I think more than anything, and we've seen before how off, how quickly that can. Change things, and I mean, it's not too distant Maybe they haven't got the talent that they had, but when the rounds went from Fisher to McVeigh, just mm. having that new I don't know, someone a bit more of a modern thinker, I guess. I don't know. It's just well, yeah, Zach I, Taylor's come from He was the quarterback's coach wasn't he, for um, McVeigh in uh, LA, so. yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously, that like, it could just all go wrong. Like, I, I don't know if there's guarantee, but I think it was a good move from the Bengals, and I mean, they seem to really like him and really rate him. They seem to be. So when a lot of the drafts around it seemed like if they wanted to move on from Dublin they were going to be allowed to you know yes. I think that's a lot of confidence in a first time coach Like you say that season that he um was on on course for mvp
0: kind of talk but he he would have been fantastic he got injured right before the end didn't he
1: yeah in um, his hand I think yeah it was and um I think of his name, the Alabama quarterback. A.J. McCarron? Remember. Yeah, that is him. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, they lost to the Steelers, I think. But, yes. yeah, I think that year they were heading for something, at least a playoff win, which is sort of that elusive thing for them, isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't... Again, I don't think it'd be a huge spot they do take a bit of a jump. I'm not... I'm not sure they're going to win the division. I don't, I don't know, but... It's a tough one to call, but, yeah, I do think they're going to surprise a few teams. I think they're going to be... Certainly a lot more interesting, cause I don't think they've been the most interesting team for no, the it's last few years, have they? Yeah, and I think there's, there's something there, I think. I think if you're a Bengals fan, I think this is a, I don't know, it's sort of almost a bit of a free-going, a free going. Yeah. I think this is a bit of a pressure, like the pressure's off this year, which yeah, exactly. sometimes can sort of produce some good stuff, can't it? I think if there's no pressure, so like you definitely get off to a good start, and then you just don't know from there, do you? Yeah. Uh, well,
0: we'll see how they get on. They finished 6-10. and 10. I'm, I'm plummeting for a slight uh, progression now. I think seven,
1: 7-9. and nine. Yeah, again, that feels about right. It feels yeah. like all the teams in this division are going to be somewhere in that sort of range. <laughs> it's going obviously, to be some somewhere between 6-10 and 10-6 and, 10 and six. again, which yeah. is one of those divisions. So the Browns, uh, next, they finished 7-8-1 and one last season.
0: They finished third in the AFC North. They had four pro bowlers and two all pros on their team last year. Um, Joel Petonio yeah. and Mars Garrett making the second team. new coaching staff in place Um, Greg Williams has run out of town after winning five games That's some loyalty for them (laughs) Uh, they've of course made huge additions uh, in the off-season namely in O'Dell Beckham Jr but they've they've got a very strong looking offence now and the defence isn't bad even when you've got a guy like Miles Garrett who's already there
1: yeah I think you could probably argue they've got the best sort of like young group of players in the league but yeah I mean, they've had sort of about fifteen top ten picks in the last like three years, haven't they? So mm. it'd almost be a bit weird if they didn't. But <laughs> yeah, I think there's, I think there's a, a little bit too much hype about the team. Yeah, coming to season, they're still a team that's sort of going to take a bit of time, I think. But yeah, there's obviously a lot to like about this team, and if they can get it right, then. Well, I guess the sky's the limit. Almost, you know. It I seems
0: think, odd that Kitchen did such a good job running the offense. The second half of the season that he would then become the head coach and then they'd hire Todd Monken as a the o c like surely
1: you want to keep that continuity with kitchens and mayfield uh, I guess kitchens will still be heavily involved. and so a lot of the talk over the last couple of weeks has been that the um moves in the offense hasn't sort of gone as quick as they'd like and yeah. Kitchens had to that sort of step in a little bit but I don't know how true that is, but I mean I think people are already a bit too quick to have sort of crowned Baker as this. Elite running, um, sorry, elite quarterback yes. and a star because I mean, say, I don't want to like sort of sound like, oh, I'm just slacking him off or anything like that, but when you look at the defences he did it against last year, mm-hmm. all his big games came against sort of bottom third defences. And yeah, I mean, he might, I'm not saying he couldn't do it against better off, uh, defense, sorry, but when he did play them better defences, he did struggle at times and yeah. I mean, he's he's got to take a jump up, and I think people have already crowned him, and I think, I don't know, there's still a bit of something for him to do. And... Yeah, people are very, very high
0: on this team. From what's been yeah. a disaster team for two and a half seasons, they're currently 16-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, which is the same as the Chargers, the Eagles, the Colts. Shorter odds than the
1: Packers and the Vikings to win. And I'd happily take every single one of those teams over the Browns, you know? And yeah. That's mad. They have got short rods and the Packers and the Vikings and the Cowboys, who are all really, really good teams. It's a, it's a. Like Beckham, obviously, it's a great move, and yeah, I think any team should have made that move if they had the opportunity to. Mm. But he, in his career, he's had, he's played five seasons. He's only played sixteen games once. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, he's he's going to be such a key part of that offense, and. I mean, he needs to stay healthy. And he just hasn't actually done that before. So, hmm. yeah, I think... I also think there's a lot of characters in that offence that are quite I guess, combustible, I think. Yes, definitely. Mayfield, Mayfield on his own is a, a big character. Yeah, a he's, he's away, very um, brash, I think, isn't he? Yeah, and I think you've got the same in Jarvis Landry. You've got Odell Beckham. All these people are going to like need to get the ball. They're going to need their thing, and... If things don't go right early, I think you could hear a lot of sort of whispers coming out. You know, I think it's going to be one of them where there's a lot of sort of leaks from different people that you know things aren't all rosy there. Mm. They've also got the
0: the running back situation, which could cause an issue. They've got Nick Chubb in place, who's going to be there till week ten minimum because of Cream Hunt suspension and bye weeks. But then, what do you do with that? Cream Hunt's available from week
1: ten onwards. Yeah, and well, you've obviously already had the Duke Johnson situation (laughs) this season, which was another one Baker. Didn't handle the best, did he? But no, uh, no. yeah, it's just, I think there's a lot that can go wrong there. I just, yeah, the running back situation you're saying is a real tough one because I would say Chubb would be the one, but yeah. I and mean, if Hunt comes back and outplays him, then again, it's another thing where teams where players are just going to be oh, unhappy. I think there's so much that can go wrong with this team and mm. the sort of characters that can send it that way. Yeah, I, I think people are just a bit too high on the Browns. Obviously, the ceiling yeah. is massive, but I think the floor is a little lower than people perhaps think, or uh, perhaps sort of saying or giving them credit for. Yeah, I think
0: yeah, no, I think that's fair. Yeah, they've they're the team that's been super hyped this season, and kind of rightly so because the names they've got. But cool. go and do it, go and actually show us that you're this team before we start crowning you as the fifth best odds to win the Super
1: I mean, it feels a bit like you know the Forty ers coming into last year, where yeah. I don't know if you really look at it. Sort of, obviously, there's a lot to like and a lot to sort of. Um, be hopeful for, I guess, if you're a fan, but mm. there's still a bit of, a bit of a way off, and there's still work to do there. Where I don't know, it, it almost feels like Browns fans, in particular, if if their team doesn't get off to sort of like five and one, so like six and two, mm. that'd always be a shock for them. Which, like, I don't know, it probably shouldn't be. Their
0: first six games, they've got Titans, Jets, Rams, Ravens, Diners, and Seahawks. I
1: mean. There's six teams that are at least got talent. And that's sort yeah. of like... The worst you can say is they've got talent in their in them line-ups there, haven't they? And yeah. Yeah, there's some good teams in there. and Yeah, I think... I mean, three and three out of that stretch isn't bad. No. But I it think feels like if they do... Go, yeah, for, go, but... If they go three and three, then I think that will be seen as a bit of a failure. And yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on a team. A young team at that with, as I say, lots of... Uh, Combustible characters. And, <laughs> uh, I'm just a bit wary of, sort of crowning them already. Yes, no, I think that's fair. They said seven,
0: eight, and one last season. Do you think kind of take the draw out of there? Say eight and eight. Is that roughly where they're, they're going to finish? I think that's roughly where they're going to finish.
1: I would say ten wins for me. I think, but yeah, I also, as I say, I am wary of that and wary that <laughs> it could go wrong. And it could be an issue there. Yeah. If I had to sort of say now, I'd go 10 wins, tie in for the division with uh, the team coming up. But, uh, yeah, I think they're a tough, tough one to call. They, I, think you, I think they're sort of... I don't even think it's an argument. I think they are the most talented roster in that division now. Yes. But it's just whether they can get that together and whether they can get it to work, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think... Let's move on to the Steelers. Because of the moves the Steelers have made, then they are probably the most talented roster. But the Steelers themselves, they're 9-6-1 last season. They finished second in the North. Um, It's all on Juju's shoulders, isn't it? This season, he's got to be the man. He's got to step up and be that over 100 reception guy.
1: Yeah, and I think he can be. I think... (sighs) Yeah, it's a weird one because... Obviously, Ben's coming to the end of his time there. I don't yeah. think he's going to have too many years. I think he's sort of been a bit beat up over his career, hasn't he? So yeah. I don't think he's um, got too much left in him. He he's 37, isn't he? Yeah, and I would say he's compared to sort of the other quarterbacks of that age, I think he's probably the one that's sort of taken the most mm-hmm. sort of damage over the years. Yeah, big
0: time.
1: Sort of every season he has some sort of injury, doesn't he? And I think for the last couple he hasn't been able to play through them quite as much as he perhaps did in the past, did he? But. You know, uh, we I think, saw um, whoever the backup was too often a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, and I think uh, I think people that listen to part of my take podcast there, they they often talk about Ben's walking boot and like anytime uh, they have a loss, he gets a walking boot out. You know, <laughs> but I, I, I do think he is he does sort of overplay some of these injuries so he can sort of look a bit heroic. But yes, there he does obviously take to take a bit of a beating sometimes, but. I mean, they've got one of the better lines still. They yeah. obviously James Connor. where
0: do you rank James Connor? Why is he? <sighs> let's, let's let's talk fantasy wise. Is he a, is he a first round
1: running back? Mm, uh, obviously, it depends how it plays out. I'd say sort of very back end of the first, sort of start to the mid of the second. But look, I would probably have him in the sort of like somewhere in the twelve to eighteen range, I guess. If yeah. I was just, sort of, I haven't actually done any rankings, but if I was doing any, it'd sort of be somewhere in that range, I'd guess. But um, I think people were too quick to just sort of say, "Oh, it's sort of like a system thing, and any old running back can survive <laughs> in that system." Because yeah, uh, he dropped off towards the end. Of the Yeah, last I think that's fine for like a month or even two months, but once you start getting over that, and a player is not used to that load, things get tough. And yeah, uh, I like Connor. I think there's a lot to like about him, but I'm not. He's not. Um, he's not Le'Veon Bell and. I don't think he ever will be. No, I don't, I don't think they need him to be. To be fair, I don't think they need him to be that back. But I think there's there's a bit more pressure on him this year now. Brown's gone, obviously Juju's stepping up. But I really like Vance McDonald at the tight end. I think there's a lot there to him. I think he's one of them. If I was picking a breakout star of this team, I think Vance McDonald's maybe the one.
0: Yeah, I think on all the NFL podcasts, too, he's being kind of talked about as the, the good, the the, the main fancy sleeper. This guy because he's gonna. He's, he's always been solid, really solid. But now he's got the chance to be the number one there. Just um, with Jesse James leaving and Antonio leaving, they've got, they got a lot of touches to go around. And they're not all going to go to Juju. And the rest of the receiving lineup doesn't massively fill me with confidence. James Washington, Eli Rogers, Dante Moncrief. It's not... They don't jump off the page, do you?
1: No. There's, I was surprised they haven't been linked with, you know, like a Crabtree or someone. Just to give a bit more of a... we well, even Alan Hearns, who is available. Really yeah, similar. and it, any of these wide receivers that just sort of add a little bit more... I don't yeah. know. Maybe a bit more... Just a veteran presence would probably help Juju. Yeah, so some, solid hands. Saying That's what Crabtree can give you. He's basically, yeah. At this stage, his he's basically just sort of like a slightly smaller tight end, isn't he? And, <laughs> and quite two point 2.0. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he is that sort of player. And uh, I think that could help Ben, to be fair. So, it's, so it was surprise me if they were one on teams. I've seen Crabtree will end up getting signed before the start of the season. But, yeah. I would say the Steelers should be one of those teams in for him because they sort of need something there, don't they? A bit more experience, like. Yeah. So this Dante bright. Moncrief's the experienced wide receiver, there isn't he? And <laughs> I mean, like that's 25. not great. Yeah, and he that's not sort of done tons in his career so far, is he? No. Um,
0: defensively, I'm excited for this linebackers core: TJ Watt and uh, Devin Bush. That's going to be yeah. fun. is to be very fun those two.
1: Yeah, the defense should be really good. It's yeah, which sort of gives me a bit more confidence in the team. I'm not sure the offence is gonna be amazing, but I think the defence will win some games for them. Yes. Yeah. Um so yeah,
0: seven, eight they came second, um eight, 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 nine, six and one. You got them winning the division?
1: Yeah, I think I think I think all of them can win it, but for me I think the Browns and the Steelers are the two sort of the I dunno. The Steelers is more sort of that thing of like they've always been there before and yeah. you sort of have confidence just because of that, but I mean, there is big question marks over them, and I mean, mm. Tomlin's management of the team. I mean, we've talked so about enough on here. It's not always, it sort of leaves a bit, a lot to be desired, doesn't it, at times? But yeah, I, I like Mike Tomlin, but yeah, I imagine to work for him would be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, and yeah, it's a weird one, and oh, I don't know. It's they're a tough team to call again. I think all of the teams in this are a bit quite open compared to some of the other divisions we've looked at and ones we will look at. I think this is a really open division. Yeah, definitely. I
0: think, I, I think, yeah, I think they'll go roughly the same. I think they will win division. I think they'll just be maybe one game ahead of another team, and that'll be enough to get them into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think going into sort of week fourteen or so, I think all the teams will probably still be in the running. Mm. Sort of like it has been for quite a lot of the time, really, hasn't it? Maybe one of them will drop off. Maybe the Bengals won't have such a good season, or someone won't. But they have a little run. Steelers, uh, weeks eleven, twelve,
0: thirteen. Browns, Bengals, Browns. That can yeah. really decide the entire division. And they really finished, of course, with the Ravens um, in in Baltimore. So yeah, yeah. that's a
1: tough place to go if you need to win. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's a, one of them things. It's almost like, well, it's a derby, I guess, isn't it? Where, yeah. you know, almost throw form out the window. I think it's a bit of a cliche, but I think that game sort of is one of those. Yeah. That's always a fun game to watch as well. So there we go, then.
0: That is the n. F- uh, AFC North sorry that's the AFC North
1: uh, previewed I've got the Steelers winning by a game I think Dave's roughly there with me as well yeah I think sort of I think them and the Browns would both be around 10 and 6 and it's just sort of who maybe just sneaks a game here or there or probably comes down to the two games between them yeah if, if one of them can go 2-0 in games, then that's a big big advantage yeah, Getting that tiebreaker and you're, you're pretty much home yeah uh, I
0: think it's going to be a fun season especially this division it's going to be a, a really fun one to watch I like well, I like all the teams in there. I, I like that Bengals team. I just, I'm just i looking forward to a change of head coach and some new ideas.
1: Yeah, same. And I think they're very much a team if I was sort of writing a Dark Horse article or something, they'd be very much in that yeah. thing for me. Yes. <coughs>
0: right, that is it for the AFC North. We'll be back mm-hmm. next week with... Uh, where are we heading next, Dave? The F- NFC North. NFC North. Oh, again, four teams in here that... Yeah. Well, three teams in the lines. Uh, <laughs> but we'll talk about that next week. Anyway, uh, until then, you can find us on all the podcast platforms. We've moved our hosting service over to Anchor now. Um, if you check it out, you can send us voicemails just literally straight into the app and then we can play them straight on the show. So if you want to get your voice on the show, head over to the um, our Anchor page and send us a voicemail through there. There's an app for it as well. Just look for First and Ten and there's a little button that says voicemail and you can do it, chat to us and we'll get you on the podcast. Okay. A different, isn't it, but fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, we're on Apple, whatever their platform is now. I think it's just podcasts they've changed to rather than iTunes. Uh, you can still leave us five-star rating reviews on there. They all help. They're changing the way their categories are set up. It's all changed over in Apple headquarters for podcasts. But just if you get us from there, just rate and review us. That's all good fun. And Fantasy Leagues, Dave. What's going on with these? Yeah.
1: Well, so the Tennessee leagues are all done and dusted and yeah. drafted and all that. But so we still got the mega leagues to come, the one yes. we do every year. Um, well, I don't know when this podcast is going out, but um, by the time the podcast comes out, I imagine the entries will probably be open. Woo-hoo. So, um, yeah, so sign up for that. It's um, So we have, well, five leagues last year, but we started at four, then depending on the amount, might go to five, and then yeah. uh, the winner of each league goes through to... Sort of their own playoffs during the actual NFL playoffs, so from wild card weekend through to the Super Bowl, and you know, it's quite a fun sort of thing. So, yeah, what 60 people last year, yeah, 60 really, 60 teams, fun. and yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's a good way of uh, getting involved, completely free to enter. So, yeah, quite fun, and yeah, gonna have all that up, yeah, hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, it's sort of all, all almost ready to go. I just need to finalize some dates when I can do the drafts and stuff, yeah, but other than that, it's uh, good to go, so yeah. Yeah, all them and say, sign up for them and, you know, if you know other people into fantasy, get them to like the page and join their leagues and all that sort of stuff, so yeah. Yeah, get good. involved. is oh. good fun, and especially yeah. like the first and ten fantasy, it's even more fun. <laughs> yeah, try to try keep things a bit different than just sort of your bog standard just going to do a 12-man redraft and yeah. and, yeah, try and keep things a bit different because, you know, there's plenty of them to enter between all the different podcasts and sites and all that, isn't there, so yeah. try and keep things just a little bit different and yeah, hopefully this is all right. Yeah,
0: hopefully it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Last year, I did pretty well. Last year, hopefully, I'll go a little bit better this year and win the whole thing. But you never know, that would kind of maybe seem like a bit of um, conspiracy if I was to win. Nah, it's <laughs> all right. I mean, I've seen you play fantasy. No, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get onto that maybe in our fantasy preview, at the start of the season. <laughs> but until next week, and day, where can they find you on Twitter?
1: Uh, so I'm at djg23.
0: And I'm at rossbell 974 And we at the show are at first and ten underscore. Um, so yeah, we'll be back next week with our um, next preview. So it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you later.